This is It Was a Thing on TV. Spoiler number one is Dr. Lee Franz. It stinks. What is going on? <laughs> what is going on? Episode 51. Submission. And this is not a joke. This this is the actual submission. 420. Spoke if you got him, kids. Yeah, buddy. The High Court with Doug Benson. The High Court with Doug Benson aired on Comedy Central from February 28th to March 24th of 2017 for 20 episodes. The cases are real. The judge is really high. This is The High Court with Doug Benson. Gentlemen, the, the courtroom genre has been a popular staple in television since basically the beginning of, of, of TV. You can go back to Divorce Court, which started back in the 50s and uh, obviously is still on nowadays. You know, the last 21 years, it's, it's had uh, Judge Maybelline and, and Judge Lynn Toler. And back in the 80s, it, had, uh, it was a reenactment show with Jim Peck, and who doesn't love Jim Peck around these parts, and Martha Smith. But also you had other shows like The People's Court, which has been on for pretty much 40 years at this point, or almost 40 years, and Judge Judy, obviously. But for every one of those shows, you get a future installment like Judge Mills Lane, The Judge, Eye for an Eye, Extreme and Akeem, I know Extreme Akeem. And I know Greg is waiting for this one. The personal injury court episode involving a sex swing. Oh, yeah, with Big D. And also, in addition, we have this episode, The High Court with Doug Benson. And in case you don't know who Doug Benson is, Doug Benson's a comedian, and he's best known for, let's just say, being high all the time. I believe he has a YouTube show, Getting Doug with High. And he also is a popular podcaster with the long-running Doug Loves Movies. And also, I think he does a number of shows at 420, uh, maybe even on 420, but I know he does shows on 420 because he's such an advocate of using marijuana. So Doug Benson hosted this show, and this is one of many entries that... um, will be coming up in the future of Comedy Central shows that failed. Specifically, Comedy Central shows that followed The Daily Show, which failed. And golly, we have a list. Chocolate News, which we talked about on the Cool Kids episode in regards to David Allen Greer. And we can add other shows. Sports Show with Norm MacDonald. I remember that one. The Jesselnick Offensive. Oh, that was terrible. Oh, yeah. These are not good shows. The Goreburger oh, Show. Oh, I know I got the Goreburger Show on the list. Too Late with Adam Carolla. The Opposition with Jordan Klepper. Oh, yeah. So many shows. Problematic with Moshe Kasher. Just plenty of episodes that aired in the 1130 or midnight time slot. It seemed like the only good things they had going for a while were The Daily Show and At Midnight. And maybe to a lesser extent, The Nightly Show with Larry Wilmore. Now, of course, by shows 
after the Daily Show, we mean shows before and after the Colbert Report at the era. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're we're definitely not uh including well, what the hell else could we include? Uh Oh, I know what we can include. Are you are you talking about basically anything that's not politically incorrect or tough crowd with Colin yeah. Quinn? Or when Any- Ben signs money. Oh yeah, basically. I was gonna put in and this will be timely for Christmas. <laughs> yes! Yes! Nice. Christmas. Yes! Yes! Yes, yes, yes. And that's on DVD, so we can easily get that. Yes. With a shocking reveal that Steven is actually Santa Claus. Was that the special with Alex Trebek? That was the special with Alex Trebek. Yes, classic, classic, classic. He defeats Santa Claus and becomes an immortal. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 that's, no, that, that's a, I think that's something, is, oh. is maybe that was the final episode? Yeah, I think that was the final episode. Yeah, that was the final episode, oh, so yeah, this that, is something different. Yeah, oh. this is some, this was like a Christmas, this is like a Bing Crosby parody. Ah, I, well, I know what you're talking makes... about now. Okay, I get it I, now. I remember that, and that's good, yes. <laughs> And this whole discussion about a cold bear Christmas is staying in, by the way. Just a little something to look forward to. We we totally forgot another entry in the courtroom show. We talked about it. Judge Wapner's Animal Court. Oh, yeah, we did. Ah. And and we also should add, since we're talking about courtroom shows, this is sort of adjacent to courtroom shows, but this will definitely be a future entry when Conan O'Brien spent a day with with Doug Llewellyn. Yes. Which you can now find on YouTube, by the way, on Conan's YouTube channel. And, nice. and it's worth every second. Oh, my gosh. What did you think of the judge's decision? Hey, hey Greg, you want to meet Rusty? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, gosh, I'm dead. Oh, if only the episode where Doug Llewellyn was bit by a dog on the people's court was somewhere online. Oh, and that's a future installment if we can find it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, and got bit oh, by a dog. On... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why he didn't want to go on Judge Watner's Animal Court. He just was like, no, no, I'm not going to get bitten by a dog again. And that's also in the clip on the Conan uh, installment with Doug Llewellyn. <laughs> So Comedy Central decided to go into the courtroom show genre with Doug Benson as judge and a guest bailiff every night. Yep. And and you actually had some good names. We'll get to that in a little bit when we run down the episodes. The uh, big thing here is, as you can guess, since we talked about Doug Benson being pro-marijuana and this being episode 420 being released on 420, Guess what? He was high throughout the entire festivities. No! I'm shocked. This is my shocked face. I I know. I know you're very shocked. So you had a high judge. A high judge in the high court. Ha 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 ha. I see what you did there. I could sum up this series in six words. Real cases. Real people. Real weed. 
Oh, yes. None of this clove shit. And yeah, while Doug was under the influence of marijuana throughout the festivities, the bailiff was not, or at least was not, until the deliberation of the verdict. Because the deliberation of the verdict was essentially Doug and the bailiff going behind the scenes and taking huffs from Big Bong. Yep. And there's actually a a clip online of, I forget which uh, guest bailiff it was, trying to smoke. Oh, it was was Jesse May Pelusa. That's who it was. Uh, Trying to uh, inhale from a bong. And I think she inhaled like some of the water from the bong. <laughs> Didn't quite understand oh, how to use a bong. That that was that was heartbreaking to watch. She had to stand up in order to partake, and it's almost like she drowned. It, it was. I don't know if it was hard to watch or entertaining to watch because if you know, because you know, Jesse May Peluso is not a tall person. And just like every other courtroom show, the uh, final verdicts are real and legally binding. Just sort of like how Judge Judy, yeah, she's like an arbitrator. Uh, but the thing is, the uh, the plaintiff and the defendant sign paperwork saying what she says is final. There are no appeals, or you can't go back to court and resue. Well, that's double jeopardy, the other type of double jeopardy. So everything was 100% real. Especially yep. the weed. <laughs> so again, none of this fake clove shit. This was real Illmatic. Real Lottie Dottie. And I find it very interesting, and this is from our favorite Truth by Consensus Wikipedia. Uh, now, the show was filmed in Los Angeles, and in California, in case you don't know, weed is legal. A special ventilation system was added to the deliberation room studio to filter smoke out of the room so production crew and producers would not be impaired during filming (laughs) is that is that like the kind of filtration system that you know sort of limits the uh smoke the ambient smoke to like one room and that's it Or, or straight out a chimney or something i'm guessing sort of like a safety hood without the hood more or less and let me tell you, just from experience, back in 2015, I went to go see an episode of At Midnight, and one of the guests that night was Doug Benson, and I think I got a contact high just by being in the same room as him. Ah, uh, wow. He, he, oh, he made a lot of marijuana jokes. And the good, <laughs> and, and the good stuff was left on the cutting room floor. Oh, that might be a story for another episode. Just an at-midnight taping, the experience. That was one of the best shows I've ever seen. I laughed my butt off. And funny, this actually aired at midnight, because if you remember, right near the end of At Midnight's run, they moved it back to 11.30. Yeah, because after Colbert... Uh, no, after uh, the Nightly Show a- ended. A- after, yeah, after Larry Wilmore, right. So after Larry Wilmore got canceled, they moved at midnight to 1130 and then started airing a variety of shows in that midnight time slot, this being one of them. And, oh, I don't think we mentioned this. This show is only 15 minutes long, actually 11 minutes after commercials. Mm-hmm. What? I don't even think there were commercials because 
11 minutes, you would have uh, commercials at the tail end. Oh, no, I, oh, 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 I remember commercials. I remember oh, that so there, there were commercials. Okay. Yes, uh, it was sort of like um, like Judge Judy or if you watch Hot Bench or any of those other shows. Uh, I believe that the commercial break was between the deliberation and the delivering of the final verdict. I think, yeah, the show did the the case first. They, they had the plaintiff and defendants pr- uh, give their cases. Then they went to deliberation. And then after they deliberated slash got high, put the break in. Then after the break, come back for the final verdict. And then the post-interview, which you see on like every courtroom show just about. Except personal injury court, because damn it, Big D's not going to talk. <laughs> Big D's no snitch. Got it. Well, looking at these episodes really fast, and they have just brief summaries. And I remember a couple of these shows. Uh, I'll, I'll chime in where uh, we're needed. Uh, episode one, someone is paying for this tow job. A woman sues for $600 after she lent the defendant her car and never returned it. The defendant countersues for $2,100 because the car had expired tags and was impounded. And the verdict was uh, the plaintiff had to pay the defendant $1,100. And the guest bailiff that night, and she wasn't that big at this time, but she's really gotten big over the last, like, three years. Tiffany Haddish. Nice. Okay. Yeah, quality name to begin with. This was Tiffany Haddish before she had her big breaks, before she got on The Last OG, and before she was in the movie Girls Trip. Right. So this this is sort of like, kind of, sort of, before they were stars-ish. Oh, yeah. Episode two, Driving Miss Johnson. Hold up, hold hold up. Uh (laughs) I'm going through Tiffany Haddish's Wikipedia And it says, and in 2006, she was in an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia as stripper number three. It always comes back to It's Always Sunny. (laughs) Oh, and she was in Future Entry, the Carmichael show. Episode two, Driving Miss Johnson. The guest bailiff was Jeff Tate. Don't worry, I don't know who he is either. And he doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. No, but he doesn't have any sleeves either. A mother claims her daughter borrowed $3,858 for a new car and never repaid her. The defendant claims she doesn't owe anything because she drives her mother everywhere. The verdict. Doug decided to have the court pay off the initial loan and give the defendant a lesser loan to pay. Sounds like he was high there. Why? Uh, okay. Yep. Episode 3, Snakes in the Drain with Michael Ian Black. <laughs> a man sues his uncle for $500 for letting his, his pet snake escape while pet sitting. The defendant claims the snake got away on its own. The defendant has to pay the full $500. Oh, and that episode was called Snakes in the Drain. I've had it with these mother effing snakes in this mother effing drain. I'm glad you did it, not me. Oh, here's the, oh, this is the episode, the Jesse May Peluso episode that I got stuff to say. Okay. Last, last comic stealing episode four with Jesse May Peluso. 
A comedian sues another comedian for $1,000 for using one of his jokes. The defendant claims he changed the joke enough to make it different. And yeah, there's a big rule in comedy. You don't steal other people's jokes. And so he Nobody was... told Carlos Mencia that, but whatever. Aww. Wait, wait. Hold up. Don't you mean Ned Holmes, guys? <laughs> <laughs> wait, should we put Mind of Mencia on the list? Hell no. Yeah, no, no, I don't want to talk about Mind of Mencia at all. Okay. Verdict, no. and I, there was some goofiness in this. I remember this episode. Doug said that the defendant had to pay the plaintiff $35. Sued for 1000 got 35 Which is not uncommon in the practice of uh, court shows in that people will get less than the amount due to at the judge's discretion. Thank you, Breen. I would have rather gotten zero than 35. I'm sorry. That's a slap in the face. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do with that $35? I mean, what type of damages would constitute $35? I don't know. He bruised my ego. That was crazy. And then episode five channeling her anger and again we have a bailiff who doesn't have a wikipedia page slink johnson okay i know who this guy is he plays black jesus i swear i swear to god he plays black jesus he's gerald slink johnson played black jesus for three seasons on adult swim on the show of the same name wow I'll take your word for it. Trust me on this. Well, we trust you. We trust you. A man sues his ex-friend for $1,000 for breaking his television. The defendant claims the plaintiff angered her intentionally. The verdict, Doug orders the defendant to pay the plaintiff $400. Which sort of makes some sense. I mean, I don't know how old the TV was. You have to factor in depreciation. And, I mean, if this TV was five years old, yeah, you may have paid $1,000 for it. At that time, but it may only be worth four hundred or three hundred dollars because technology gets better. <laughs> yeah. Do you think technology isn't, doesn't get better? Technology gets better, and the people using technology anyway. When they know how to use it, you're absolutely right about that. Episode six. I ain't saying she's a gold digger. And the bailiff, oh, this is a good one. Reggie Watts. You know Reggie Watts, yes. Oh, maybe we should put this on the list. Taskmaster USA. The heck is Taskmaster USA? You don't remember remember when uh, Taskmaster was done by Comedy Central like two years ago? The only Taskmaster I know, guys, is Kevin Sullivan. Let's get that straight. Okay, Taskmaster was a UK, or still is a UK, quasi-game show where you're given a task and you have to do it within like certain parameters, and they're, they're sort of weird tasks. And um, very popular overseas. Comedy Central brought it over here, uh, like I said, I think it was like 17 or 18. It aired in 18, and Reggie Watts was the host. And five comedians 
they're on for the entire run of the show, which was eight episodes. And every week they got one task. And hold, hold, hold up a second. Freddie Highmore was on the Taskmaster USA. The good doctor himself was on Taskmaster USA. Yes, he was. Yep. Wow. If you've ever seen the British version, the British version is really good. But the American version, it's good. But the problem is it's not meant to be a half hour show. And it was a half hour show. If it was like an hour show or a 45 minute show, it would have worked out a lot better. Totally. And also, it was in a burn-off. Comedy Central burned it off on Friday nights for four weeks, two episodes a week. So it sounds like they had buyer's remorse as soon as they uh, saw the final product. Wouldn't be the first time. Well, it wouldn't be the first and it wouldn't be the last. But yeah, uh, the UK version is absolutely hilarious and brilliant. Here, it was a little brilliant, but just the parameters of making it a half hour show. And it lost some of the charm when they didn't bring over the host from the UK version. Not that the host of the UK version would be known around here, but it just wasn't right. And that's another show that aired. Well, no, that actually aired. It did air in at midnight, but it aired on Fridays. It didn't air after the daily show. So yeah, getting back to this episode. A man sues his ex-girlfriend for $2,400, claiming he lent her money to record an album and was never repaid. The defendant claims the money was an investment in her career and not a loan. Boy, this sounds like about half of Judge Judy's cases. It wasn't a loan. It was an investment. And guess what? The plaintiff was awarded half his money, $1,200. Nice. Mm. $1,200, huh? Not a good investment. He only got half his money back. Episode 7. He took my money fast and now I'm furious. With guest bailiff Rory Scoville. Yes, that Rory Scoville. That Rory Scoville? Yes, that Rory Scoville. Wow. I don't even know who the hell he is. I I, I gotta see who it is. That's why. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Rory Scoville. He was on. um, He was a writer for the Eric Andre show. He was on Those Who Can't, which was uh, one of the first scripted dealies for True TV. And aside from that, I don't know. Yeah, that Rory Scovel, like I said. I'm all like, that Rory Scovel? I have no idea who he is. A woman sues a car dealer for $1,410 for cars she claims he never delivered. The defendant claims he did find the cars, but none of them suited her. And Doug said, again, the plaintiff gets half the money, $705. Why do I think this is going to be a running gag? I've never seen Judge Judy say, I'm going to give you half the money because I can't really determine it. I mean, Judge Judy's like, okay, you're getting all of it or you're getting none of it. None of this halvesies stuff. You're a halvesies. You're a halvesies. Well, hey, if you're halvesies and I'm halvesies, we're a holesy. Yay. Okay. Episode eight, hair today, gone tomorrow. And the guest bailiff was Brandon Wardell. Yes, that Brandon Wardell. You heard what I said. That Brandon Wardell. Do I need to repeat myself? 
that Brandon Wardell. Uh, dude, he's I I know who he is. He's from High Point. He sings with the he sings with the Jersey Boys. Again, I'll take your word for it. A woman sues her friend for $2,500 after ordering hair extensions that never arrived. The defendant claimed they were delivered, but eaten by the plaintiff's dog. (laughs) That all comes back to dogs, doesn't it? Let's move on, but first, Doug said the defendant's got to pay the full $2,500. Of course, the dog ate it. Boy, that's sort of like if a dog eats a rope and you got to pull it out. Never mind. Uh, 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 next episode. <laughs> episode nine, taken for a ride, and Tiffany Haddish is back as the bailiff. Woohoo! Yay. Yay! A woman sues her mother for $5,000 in back rent. The defendant claims she shouldn't have to repay her daughter. Doug rules in favor of the defendant. Who sues their mother? Please. I know, child, right? Child, please. Yeah, I went there. Child, please. Thank you, Ocho Cinco. Oh, yeah, the, the T.O. and uh, and Ocho show. Future oh, yeah, that, I still have episodes from the T.O. show that I recorded on DVD that I got a rip to show, put, show you guys oh, the no. first chance I get. I, I apologize. I'm sorry for mentioning that. Episode <laughs> no, you're not. No, I'm not. Episode 10, bringing sexy back to the blues. Todd Glass is your bailiff in this episode. Any relation to George Glass? I have no idea. And Todd Glass, his name rings a bell. I just don't know what he's been on. I, I'm looking at a picture well, of he's him. Well, he's performed on Kimmel, Conan, Tough Crab with Colin Quinn, future installment, Louie, Tosh.0, Mr. Show with Bob and David, and he has his own special on Comedy Central, so. Okay, so he's more of a stand-up comic than a TV actor, okay. Yeah. But but yeah, I saw the picture of him, and he's like, okay, that guy, I can't put him on a certain show or what he's done, but I know who that guy is. Absolutely. A blues musician sues his goddaughter for the $500 he didn't receive for a nightclub appearance. The defendant claims she shouldn't have to pay because nobody attended the show. <laughs> oh, jeez. How bad is that when nobody attends your show? Wow. Yeah. Uh, Doug rules in favor of the defendant. No show, no dough. Yeah. Episode 11, doggone it. Oh, and we've got two bailiffs this episode. Yes. Kenny Lucas, Lucas brothers. and Keith Lucas. The Lucas Brothers, yeah! Yeah, the Lucas Brothers. Of course, of future entry, Lucas Brothers Moving Co. Hi! Yes! yes! A woman sues for $5,000 after her pet sitter refused to return her chihuahua. The defendant claims the chihuahua was abandoned and now belongs to him. Doug ordered the defendant to return the dog to the plaintiff and ordered the plaintiff to pay the defendant $500. What? Yeah, I saw the uh, deliberations online because it's Comedy Central put all of the deliberations on YouTube, and he's like, and they're like, you know what? We should make the dog decide. 
And since the defendant didn't get the dog, he got $500 instead. That's interesting. Well, I'm I'm thinking if this is like every other court show ever, I'm thinking, hey, it's not my money. Hey, this is Comedy Central's money. Yeah, and also, let's remember, the judge is high during this and both bailiffs are high. (laughs) Two bailiffs. Is there anybody... Is there anybody on this show who's not high? No. Well, maybe the uh maybe the plaintiff and the defendant. Maybe the plaintiff and the defendant, yeah. And even that may be a little iffy. Episode 12, the great screw Dini and Michael Ian Black is back. A magician sues another magician for five thousand dollars, claiming he stole one of his tricks. Oh, this sounds like the thousand dollar joke episode. The defendant claims that the trick is an old trick and he shouldn't have to pay. And Doug awards the plaintiff, oh, another wacky amount, not $35, $1,050. Because $1,000 was too low and $1,100 was just too high. $1,050. That's just right. I said $1,100 was too high. <laughs> Nothing was too high <laughs> in this episode. Yeah, nothing was too high on this show. Episode 13, radio hits, and your bailiff is Joey Diaz. Yes, you heard me, that Joey Diaz. The Joey Diaz from the Joey Diaz? This, seriously, I don't know who he is. No, oh, Joey oh. Diaz was on My Name is Earl, and he's a regular on the Joe Rogan experience, so... No, again, he's another one of those people. The name doesn't ring a bell when you, but when you see a picture, I remember Good. him on on My Name Is Earl. So yes, and he I, was I, a referee in basketball. Okay, well, that's a little more popular than My Name Is Earl, I think. So he's a known entity, as we would say. A woman sues her ex girlfriend for eight hundred dollars for breaking her car radio. The defendant claims she doesn't owe anything because she was provoked. And Doug says the plaintiff wins and doesn't get $800. She gets $807.97. Where Uh, does that $7.97 come from? Comedy Central's pockets. That's where it comes from. Oh, no, I meant, is that like somebody's extra value meal got damaged in the... uh... (laughs) Well, there's got to be a reason there's another $7.97 there. Think about it. And while I am. It's crazy. And while you do, let's go to episode 14. Two's companies, three's a crowd. And hey, guess who's back? Tiffany Haddish. Yep. Uh, She's a fan of the show. Yeah, this is another episode where you gotta go to YouTube for all the highlights. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Chico will be here all week. A man sues for $1,250 for a security deposit for the apartment she rented. The defendant claims she shouldn't have to pay because the plaintiff skipped out on the lease. Doug says the defendant has to pay the $1,250. Well, those leases are tough. Yep. Yeah, you Uh skip out on it, you gotta pay. Episode 15, Model Misbehavior with Rory Scovel. Again. A woman sues her son for the $300 she wasn't repaid for cosmetics. The defendant claims he doesn't have to pay because the products caused him to break out, costing him a modeling gig. Doug orders the defendant to pay the $300. Okay. 
Episode 16. Hey, Joey Diaz is back again. Yeah, that guy from My Name is Earl. Dude, where's my truck? A man sues his friend for $1,800, claiming that he lost his truck. The defendant claims the truck was stolen by the plaintiff's other friends. And Doug orders the defendant to pay just $250. Yeah, this is another one of those where you have to go to YouTube to get to sort of the... uh... Sort of the meat and potato chips and french fries of the situation. Ooh, sounds like munchies if they're getting high. See? See? Bless you, Mike. You get this. It it, it all comes full circle. I get it. Episode 17, Good Faith, Hope, and Charity. And Beth Stelling is your bailiff. Uh, God, that name sounds familiar. I just don't remember from where. Because that name rings a bell, too. And doesn't have a Wikipedia. Oh, well, she does have a Wikipedia page. It's not linked. Okay, she she's a stand-up comedian. Okay, she was uh, on the Netflix series The Stand-Ups, and she wrote Crashing on HBO. Yeah, again, and, uh, and the last OG on TBS. Yeah, again, another name that rings a bell, but yeah, we we don't immediately recognize what she's done. A woman sues a car dealer for the $2,000 deposit she lost on a truck she never received. The defendant claims he owes her nothing because his deposits are non-refundable. And Doug said, guess what? This deposit is refundable. $2,000 to the plaintiff. There you go. Oh, no. I'm just looking at this next episode, episode 18. Just the name of the episode already brings, like, shivers in my spine. Oh, no. What is Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Joint apartment. Oh. <laughs> Todd Glass is your bailiff again for this episode. A man sues his ex-roommate for $5,000 in back rent. The defendant claims he doesn't owe any money because the apartment was unlivable. And Doug says, you know what? It was livable. 5000 to the plaintiff. Oh, gosh. Go I'm, I'm sorry. These last three episodes, joint apartment in these last two, they really are doing like the drug slang play on words here. Episode 19, Smoked Out Couch. This is another uh, episode that I saw the deliberations on YouTube. And yeah. And this is, <laughs> this is one, one of those things where it's like, okay, <laughs> the Lucas Brothers are back as, as played. Well, I'm going to let you talk about it, but the Lucas Brothers are back as uh, bailiffs. Yes, they are. Good. Uh, a man sues for $1,600, claiming the defendant burned his couch with a joint. The defendant denies the accusation, and again, Doug gives the plaintiff half of what he wants, $800. Yeah, the interesting thing about this one, when they were talking about, they were talking about this in deliberations, you know, (laughs) deliberations, and it seems like they were sort of kind of thinking, you know what, these two have talked a lot to each other thinking, you know, something might be up, and it goes back to depreciation and uh, leather couches versus not leather couches. You know, for uh, for for people who are totally b- smam bam boom boomed, they got really uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Really uh, deep? Thank you. I was I was trying to look for a ten dollar word and all I had was fifty cents. I thought you were going for a drug reference there. 
hey, why not? This uh, this entire series is just a series well, let, of yeah, let, yeah, they, Let's just say they knew how to hash things out. There's your oh, drug references. Oh, geez. God, Chico, why? You, you know, I now I know why Chico sticks around on this podcast. It, it's such a cushy position. Oh. <laughs> Not you too, Mike. It's 420, what can I say? Final episode, oh hallelujah. Driving Bud's bad behavior. Slate Johnson's back. Black Jesus is back as the bailiff. Oh, nice. A man sues his friend for $900 after lending him the money without being repaid. The defendant claims he shouldn't have to pay because he was drunk at the time. That's no (laughs) excuse. Don't care if you're drunk, it's legally binding. Plaintiff gets the whole nine hundred dollars. Like, <laughs> I mean, this has been covered on Judge Judy and and other TV shows. Judge Mathis, I'm sure, has done this, and extreme maybe Judge Hakeem. Extreme I'm Hakeem. Sorry. Oh, Extreme Hakeem, and actually, Extreme Hakeem probably had uh, the the defendant pay him back while being drunk. He'd force him to drink even more. Oh dear, Extreme Hakeem, indeed. Eye for an eye, baby. Well, as Chico mentioned, there's tidbits of this online. There, there's, again, for lack of a better word, highlights. <laughs> highlights. Well, well, they are really highlights. And when we first submitted this show, full episodes were actually online. They were online through Comedy Central's Australian website. But since this was submitted... And now that we're recording, the episodes have been taken offline, which oh, is a shame. Yeah. yeah. You want to watch the actual show, you have to go to Google Play, Amazon, iTunes. or I don't even think it's on Amazon. No, it's not on Amazon. I checked it's Amazon. Not on it's Amazon. not there anymore. It's yeah. on Google Play yeah, and iTunes. And even Google Play is limited to just two episodes. Yep. You want the, you want the whole season... You have to go to uh, iTunes. You can uh, nineteen bucks. It's yours. Yeah, but like I told Greg before we started the show, I paid ten dollars on Google Play for the entire series of the Cool Kids. I'm not paying twenty dollars for twenty eleven minute episodes. I'm sorry. Why not? Yeah, why not, Mike? Well, you know, stimulus money, let's do it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Chico, unless you have any closing arguments, I think we're going to put this one to rest. Well, Mike, what can I say except the high court with Doug Benson. It was, like all other court shows before it, a court show with a hook. And that hook, of course, being Doug Benson totally on that Illmatic. And it wasn't that ill. It was just a thing on TV. Yes, it was. Remember, It was a very sticky, icky thing on TV. And it's one that really is forgotten because it didn't last long and it didn't rerun. Yeah, Comedy Central never reran these. After that 20th episode... Boom, gone. Again, for lack of a better phrase, using a drug pun, it went up in smoke. 
Very good, Mike. As always, remember, you can find our back catalog of episodes. Now over 50 back episodes. There's plenty to listen to during the downtime, since it seems like almost everybody's at home. Go to www.itwasthethingontv.com. All the episodes are there. All our social media is there. Our email address is there. Everything's there related to the show. And as always, please like and subscribe, rate and review. And, oh, we got a a five-star rating on Apple. Thank you to whoever did that. Trust me, it didn't go unnoticed. And also, as always, don't forget, sharing is caring. Mm Mm-hmm. And until later this week, where, oh, we cover a pilot. Another unsold pilot? Yeah, we're back to unsold pilots. Yeah, and this one... I think only one of the three of us made it all the way through it. Yep. No, I I made it all the way through it. Okay. One of us didn't make it all the way through, and I wonder who it was. Gee. <laughs> it it was it was definitely a thing on TV. Let's just say that. Ooh boy. Man, it makes me want to take a giant leap out of my house. <laughs> oh jeez. Yep. A giant, oh. a giant quantum leap out of my house. If I oh, why don't you just tell them what the episode's about? <laughs> I just, I gave him a hint. Oh, please! If you gave him any more of a hint, you would have spelled out the name of the show. But we'll talk the... about that later on this week. Boy, Greg, you're you're really good at giving subtle hints. You know that. Yeah, yeah. you should be a doctor. Anyway, a doctor who is that? What you said? <laughs> anyway uh that uh until later on this week the high court is dismissed fifty dollars in time served fifty five dollars in time served in the final season Uh, inflation of course